0: Okay. So we're on? We're live.
1: Okay, welcome back to the Bitcoin Bandits, or I don't know if you changed it or whatever.
0: Nope, that's it.
1: Okay, great. Uh, so, any latest news? I don't really keep up with Twitter.
0: That's good. You're too young to be on Twitter. Okay.
1: Maybe in a year. That's when I'm technically allowed to.
0: Oh, is that the age limit? Yeah. Twelve. 13. How old are you?
1: I'm twelve. Well, I mean, it's August eighth, so in twenty days exactly I'll be twelve, so nice. I tell everyone I'm twelve.
0: Yeah, that's close enough.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm a liar. But you know. Age is just a number. That's right. <coughs> so yeah, well so we we've had a pretty big spike in the in the price.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been doing well.
1: It was kind of hovering around 9000 for a while.
0: Yeah, it just kind of started going like gangbusters out of nowhere. Yeah. What's, now what's it up to? It's about uh dollars 11, or $11,700, 11, somewhere around there, last time I checked.
1: Oh, cool. I mean, the price really doesn't have anything to do with it. So I have a question.
0: It's kind of like an indication of what people current, you know, whether people think... I think it's more, it's more of an indication of people's trust and faith in the dollar than it is in Bitcoin, to some degree. I mean, yeah. If, it, if the price of Bitcoin is really high, it just means people are...
1: Are you kind of... Like, A little nervous about what the dollar is doing.
0: Yeah, they don't want to, you know, they they see trillions of dollars being printed and they think, uh, maybe I don't want to, like, keep a bunch of dollars lying around because that's obviously not going to do me any good if they're just making more and more of them every day.
1: Yeah. I mean, so, what was your, what did, how did you look at, um, how did Look at the United States dollar before you started learning about Bitcoin and all that, and like actually really learning about
0: like money and what what money is supposed to be.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that's a really good question. I think. I think it. I think it just like most people, you just kind of assume that. There's this thing called money, and the government makes it, and it's worth something because basically that's the law.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) You have no, you know. What else
1: are you gonna do?
0: Right. Well, that's true. I mean, what else are you gonna do? I think that's that has a lot to do with it. Is that? I mean, this is the.
1: This is our. This is what
0: money is. And you're just raised thinking of it in a certain way. Yeah. And you just don't question it. It's
1: just so... It's like it's weaved into the cloth of society that money is worth, worth stuff. Yeah. And you can buy stuff with it.
0: Yeah. Like, well, I think what's really woven into society is... Or into human nature is the desire to trade for things. Yeah. Because, I mean, even before or even in situations where there is no money per se something always kind of becomes money like because people are trading different things with each other and one of those things will end up being money and it's usually the thing that is has the best monetary properties that which are, like, you know, durable. it's durable, so it doesn't just, you know, it's not made out of uh, something that just, like, breaks down really quickly. Like, I mean, food makes kind of bad money because it yeah. rots, and it gets, it gets nasty, it doesn't last. I mean,
1: of course, if, like, I mean, we. I, mean, I don't know about the listeners at home, but, like, like, me and Diane and Mom, like, kind of trade, like, we give her eggs, she gives us zucchini. We still trade food like that, but, like, it, it's nice to have something that doesn't spoil, like,
0: right, money. Right, right. I mean, we have to use those things right away. We can't... Yeah. So that would be another property. Is, is Well, I guess it kind of goes along with durable, but it, it's something that can last. It can be stored. It can... It's not going to just go away over time by just... If you just sort Storing it for later use. Yeah. So you I mean, again, food would be horrible because obviously, if you know, unless you can freeze it or something like that, but then, then you're constantly having to maintain it somehow, and it's just
1: it's, it's too out. much work.
0: Yeah.
1: I do have to give it to the um, United States banking system. They have made the banking system insanely easy.
0: That's true. I mean, they they've made it to the point where you know it's. They've focused on the property money about, uh, as a medium of exchange and made it as easy as you can imagine to transfer money from person to person. As long as you have your, you know, one of the, you're a member of the club, you can, you know, you have permission, you have a bank account, you, um. You know, you're you're one of the, the few the people who can who have access to that stuff. I mean, not not everybody does, but yeah. But the, for people who do, it's yeah, it's it's very convenient. It's very simple. And I guess for people who don't, um, for the time being at least, they can use physical paper money and coins. Yeah, but the direction we're heading—I mean—that may not be uh, an option. I
1: mean, uh, the U.S. dollar is kind of—it's—it's it's growing roots deep into the internet, very deep. I mean, it can't—the U.S. Do, the U.S. government can't shut down the internet because it's the to stop Bitcoin. I mean, it can't shut down the internet to stop Bitcoin because the the dollar is so invested in the
0: internet right oh you mean because people because of all the online commerce and
1: PayPal Venmo
0: right right yeah they would yeah I think that's one of the brilliant things about Bitcoin is that it the fact that it uses the same system as the US dollar or you know the rest of the economy Mm -hmm. uh, for its as a mechanism to, to transfer just like PayPal uses the internet as a mechanism to transfer means that it's, you can't, you can't stop Bitcoin without shutting everything down.
1: In a little, in a little bit off topic, it's still on Bitcoin topic, but not what we were just talking about, but I was thinking like how I, I really understand like the, the Bitcoin and how it works and everything, but I mean, you don't need to know that, you don't need to know that stuff to use Bitcoin. You don't need to invest everything into it just to use it. It it's kind of like the dollar. You could learn everything about it and and like be super an a super expert on it, but 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 you don't need to in order to use it.
0: Yeah. Or I mean there's a lot of things like that. I mean, yeah. I can drive a car, but I don't know exactly how an internal combustion engine works or uh, well, just... all of the other parts and components that make up a car or just just the internet in general is super complex under the hood but
1: i was just thinking like people might be a little drawn down because it's it's so so complicated but it's really you don't need to know the how it works to use it
0: yeah and it's it's that to me that part is already pretty much there i mean you can use something like cash app and all you have to do is press a button yeah it's it's unbelievably simple like it can't be any simpler and in any other wallets on a phone like um for that are you know bitcoin wallets are almost as easy to use really it's just i think the one thing that is a little unfamiliar to people in this country is using qr codes like that doesn't seem to be a I real mean, common yeah. thing. I, I think... mean,
1: my generation is pretty good at it, but like the boomers and stuff.
0: Yeah. And you,
1: even. Yeah. I mean, you you it's, it's a you bit... are an IT guy at your work, so I mean, you know, know
0: everything right.
1: about tech. But I mean,
0: oh, and... I wouldn't say that, but yeah, I mean, I it's, I mean, I I probably have used QR codes more in the last few years since since becoming interested in Bitcoin than I have. In the entire rest of my life. I mean, by, you can't really and... you
1: can't use Bitcoin without a QR code.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a good way. I mean, but it actually is. There's a lot of nice things about it um, you don't have from to... a kind of security standpoint because uh, you, you don't need like a direct connection between phones or something like that, or you know, with I, I if I'm if I want to. If I want you to give me some Bitcoin, all I have to do is provide you with a QR code. I don't need there doesn't have to be any other type of like, and also, you know connection to you know, between our apps directly over the internet or something like that. It's just it's, it's you don't even need an internet connection to do it. I mean it's, it's completely offline so to speak.
1: And I can see an argument from people who are like living in the past, you know, like Grandma and Grandpa Uh Like they might be Oh well you have to use a phone to use it Oh I don't really like using phones So like But I mean I I think You gotta gotta wake up Because it's just It's We are evolving I mean And the tech is evolving And you have to kind of Adapt to that no yeah. matter wh- whether you like it or not i mean everyone is using a phone you kind of have to
0: yeah go i mean along. that's that's always the way it is with technology is is a certain segment of the population usually younger people will embrace it and start using it and then you know there'll always be a group that is has to be kind of dragged kicking and screaming and I think and some may never I mean you know I mean there's a plenty of people alive today who are old enough where they will probably live out the rest of their lives without ever you using know bitcoin. using bitcoin or, or being involved. having, and so having if,
1: lightning or anything yeah nothing.
0: so is it really worth you know spending a lot of time arguing with people like that
1: because like I mean, grandma and it doesn't
0: and... matter. I mean they're they're never yeah. going to use it anyway, so why try to convince them?
1: Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I mean it's that... better just to say, "Hey, you know, this is it's cool technology and I like it. You can yeah.
1: you can choose to like it or not." Right.
0: You know, it's not going to really affect your life significantly one way or the other if you're, you know, past a certain age. So,
1: Yeah.
0: Um yeah, I mean, I think you know one thing I've seen online a bunch of times, which I love, is the idea that one second. Bitcoin will kind of like um, find you when it, when you need it, and or you'll find it when you need it. Bitcoin. Very nice.
1: I'm sorry, I had to.
0: I just had. To. <laughs> you, you had to get that out of your system. Yeah.
1: Nice. So yeah, I mean something that I think is, people are gonna struggle with transitioning into the Bitcoin age is the fact that there's nothing really to like physically see that is a Bitcoin, like that is a Bitcoin. Like yeah. it's like you could you could get cash at a bank, and that's money. It, right. I'm holding money in my hand, but you can't hold a Bitcoin.
0: Yep, that is true. I mean, that is a problem. That is a lot of people get hung up on that. Which I mean... is which is a little weird only because I mean, basically day to day 99% of what everybody's interaction with money is completely virtual and there is no physical component other than unless you count a credit card in your in or a debit card in your wallet. But, yeah. I mean, you could but, I mean, have some similar... I mean, you could say a phone is essentially the same as that in terms of physicality. Yeah,
1: again, PayPal, Venmo, anything. Yeah. You
0: name it. So, I mean, that's definitely... But I, guess, I think people take some sort of certain comfort in the idea that, yes, they're using this digital form of money, even if it's, you know, just digital U.S. dollars through PayPal or whatever. But at the end of the day they could in theory at least go and to a bank and an ATM and, and withdraw cash um, and if you know I think everybody has this like in the back of their mind is, is constantly thinking well you know if, if things really get bad and you know the government's collapsing or something horrible's going on I, I can run to the bank really quick and just withdraw a bunch of money and and I'll be I'll be good.
1: No, but the bank could be like, "Well, it looks like the world is ending out there, so all your money is worthless. It, it doesn't it, it's not worth a
0: dime." Right. Or they can say, "Well, we're going to make it so you can only withdraw $50 a day." Sorry.
1: Or you could do that, but then the government is like, "Well, this whole money thing has been fun, but it's <laughs> not worth anything anymore." Right.
0: But use our new money. That's so much better. Yeah. And it's digital.
1: I have one more question for you. And that is, what do you think will tip the scale towards Bitcoin with, like, the U.S. even?
0: In the U.S.? Yeah. I mean, I think it's already started happening. Yeah. I, I, I just didn't... think it's, nothing Nothing happens overnight. Even Even things that, when we look back on them... Later it will seem like they happen very quickly when, when it's actually when we're actually in the moment, I mean it still feels like day to day that nothing much changes. Yeah. But I think you know right now, uh, we're, go- we're living in a time when uh, you know there's some serious stuff going on in the economy, and you know because of because of coronavirus and whatnot. And I mean, although a lot of this stuff they want you to think that it's all because of coronavirus, but it actually there was i mean I remember hearing stuff about you know the uh you know kind of emergency like oh we gotta we gotta inject all this money into the economy and i mean months before corona happened so i mean if anything that's it makes you kind of scratch your head about the timing like you know. They're talking about all these emergency measures that they have to take. Um, and then a couple months later, oh, there's this uh, pandemic thats you know, we have to shut down the economy for. I mean, it's just not saying it's a conspiracy theory, but it's like, you know, the timing of it all is pretty crazy. Okay. Um, so, I mean, you know, there are, I mean, I think in the last, since the beginning of 2020, there have you know, the wheels are now in motion, and I think, yeah. I think we're we have, I mean, the tipping point's already here, it's just a matter of. I mean, it's, it's not that.
1: gonna be if, if it is overnight, I'll honestly be, honestly be scared because it's either World War Three or the complete fall of the complete government, so
0: yeah, which is it's just horrible. I mean, I think any kind of like cataclysmic change when it comes to. Human society is always really, really bad. I mean, any time where you know there's some revolution, they overthrow the government, and some you know the, the new government is set up, and it all happens super fast. I mean, those are always situations where um, there's a lot of misery and usually death and, and war and fighting and horrible things. Yeah. So I and I think it, it's true. Even even if you could somehow change things for the better, like if you could say, you know, we could fix all our problems if we just had a lot less government. I mean, a lot of people in that are into Bitcoin are also in favor of smaller government, less government, mm-hmm. and I, I would include myself in that. But it's like you know, so people people often say online. Well, you know, oh, well, what, you know, what would happen if we just, you know, just got rid of government today? It's like, well, of course that would be horrible. I mean, there's there's an entire society right now that is completely dependent on it. I mean, we rely on it for lots of government services and, you know, they got to build the roads, they build the roads, they fund the police department, and fire department, and all this stuff. So, I mean, to just completely take all that away overnight That'd would be a total problem. disaster. I mean, and, you know, any kind of abrupt change is always going to be a disaster.
1: It has to be slow.
0: It, yeah, things things have to change gradually. And I think, I mean, the beauty of Bitcoin is that it does, it is a mechanism for that type of gradual change. Um, and I think right now, what we have to be wary of is not that Bitcoin will bring on rapid change, but that the actions of the Federal Reserve and the and Trump and whoever else will bring on the rapid you know the the fast changes that are that cause all kinds of problems um through their stupidity basically
1: yeah I hate to be a party pooper but we kind of have stuff to do okay it's three or it's it's three
0: forty so oh my goodness alright well it's been nice it's been a good chat yep all right, till next time.
1: Yep, we're trying to upload every Saturday, so keep an eye out for that. Yeah. That's our new upload schedule. Changes every week.
0: <laughs> but for now, it's Saturday. Yeah. All right, peace out.
1: Yep.